0: championship season is upon us this fall and a record-breaking night in Fenville. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. The first fall finals are in the books as we now have 2021 Upper Peninsula Girls Tennis Champions in both Division I and II. Playing in Kingsford, Ishpeming Westwood took home the Division I crown. It's their 13th title in the past 18 years, but all of those came in Division II. Last year's champ Nagani was second, Escanaba was third. Westwood got first place individual finishes from its number four singles player and their top three doubles teams. Westwood's number one, two and three singles and number four doubles all made it to their respective championship matches. The Division II Finals were held in Ishpeming and it was Iron Mountain finishing as MHSAA champions. Last year's champ, West Iron County, was second. It's Iron Mountain's first girls tennis title since 2008, but it's had six runner-up finishes since then. They took home individual titles at number two singles and numbers two and three doubles, beating West Iron in all three of those final matches. For more on both championships, check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Kate Brody. The Grand Blank Jr. is the reigning Division I girls golf champion and she won two events in back-to-back days last week. She shot a 68 in winning the Grand Blank Invitational just one day after shooting a tourney best 77 at the Saginaw Valley League Championship. Ben Peterson, the Fenville quarterback, threw for 347 yards and an MHSAA eight-player record seven touchdowns and a 78-22 win over Bloomingdale. The 78 points is a school record Fenville also picked off a record seven passes. And to Dylan Tatum. Two days after committing to Michigan State, Tatum sealed West Bloomfield's 34-27 overtime victory over Clarkston. He scored on a three-yard run in overtime to give the Lakers the lead, and then intercepted a Clarkston pass, ending the game.
1: Need money for college? You need my student aid.
0: Our weekly Be The Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with MHSAA Assistant Director Brent Rice.
2: A quarterback is under heavy pressure and immediately throws the ball away. Intentional grounding, right? Maybe and maybe not. What goes into an official deciding if grounding has occurred? First, there is no such thing as a tackle box in high school football as it pertains to grounding. A quarterback scrambling outside of the tackle box Who throws the ball away could still be penalized for grounding, even if it reaches the line of scrimmage. Any pass can be penalized for grounding if there is no receiver in the immediate area. Behind the line, inside the tackle box, none of that matters. It only matters if there's a potential receiver nearby. If there is, no grounding. If there's not, there will be a flag on the field.
0: Thanks Brent. You can be a referee. Just go to the MHSAA website now to register.
3: Got to score quickly, see if they can pay it off by a fabulous one-handed grab. Looking into the end zone for 4-tracked, it's picked off. Inside the 5, is it? It
4: is.
0: It's week 7 on the gridiron, just three more weeks of football before postseason play. As a reminder, the top 32 teams in each of the eight divisions will advance to the 11-player MHSAA tournament. More than 100 games each week are available to watch online through the National Federation of High School State Associations Network, which you can access by simply going to MHSAA.tv. Also each week, Valley Sports Detroit and the State Champs Network broadcast the game. And once again, the MHSAA Finals will be aired live on Valley Sports Detroit. The first of those eight championships will be at 10 a.m. on Friday, November 26th, wrapping up with a 7.30 p.m. game on Saturday, November 27th. To check playoff points, brackets, scores, and live streams, go to mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week.
4: Every touchdown. Fires and it's caught with a touchdown. Every hit. High fly
5: ball into right field.
4: Basket. This
5: one's
6: good if it goes. Oh I it. hell! Oh, oh,
4: Are you kidding me? Every goal is on getstuckonsports.com all season long.
7: Hello and welcome in from beautiful memorial stadium in Port Huron, Michigan. It's the crosstown showdown. Port Huron High taking on Port Huron Northern lot of storylines coming into this one. Let's start with the most obvious one. MAC Blue Championship on the line. Both teams undefeated in league play. Northern comes in. They are undefeated on the year 6-0. and Port here on high comes in. They have just one loss. That was back week one to... A Rochester-Stony Creek team that's playing in one of the toughest leagues in the state. A very talented team. They dropped that one 48-17. Since that time, Port on High has been on a roll. Win over Warren Woods Tower, 31-8. Win over Sterling Heights, 28-8. Win over Frazier, 31-14. Win over Lons Cruz, 35-23. And a win over Lakeshore, 35 21 and don't let those scores confuse you the big reds have had that game well in hand and they got some young guys in and the other team started to make it the score a little prettier as for the port here on northern huskies defense has been the name of the game for them all year long it started off with a 35 nothing shutout against marysville which uh kicked off their season with a big rivalry win. Next week, a very ugly game, an 8-6 to six win over East Point at home. They then fell behind Frazier, 15-0 in Week 3. Storm scored the, the next 22 unanswered to win that game, 22-15. Week 4, they won the game 7-0 against St. Clair Shores Lakeshore. However, they gave up negative yardage defensively, held the Shoreans to negative 4 yards of total offense, something you don't see every day. Then their offense started to get it going, and their defense started to score for them. Beat Sterling Heights, 42-14. Beat Lance Cruz 27-14 to set up an unbelievable cross-town showdown. However, neither team will be at full strength during the week. There are some kids that are out for this game due to disciplinary reasons. For Port Huron Northern, MJ Green, the senior wide receiver cornerback, suspended this week and in weeks beyond. He will not be in action this week. For the Port Huron High Big Reds, the quarterback, sophomore Amari Holler, out for this game. Will not be under center. Nate Oriole getting the start for the Big Reds, along with fellow sophomore Gavin Troy. Troy plays linebacker and is the third down powerback for the Big Reds. Three very talented players on both teams, all out due to disciplinary reasons. And both teams shorthanded, but the show goes on. We'll have the game coming up here in a little bit. Bands on the field. Stands are already packed. Student sections are full. So we'll take a break. When we come back, I talk to both coaches. First up, Port here on High Coach Dan Perkins. You're listening to High School Football on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
2: 72185.
9: Hi, this is Junebug, stop in, we'll take good care of you.
10: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride.
2: neiman's family market in st Clair. you'll be glad you did
6: when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County
2: Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
4: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show, I'm joined by Port here on High head ball coach Dan Perkins. Coach, took care of business last week, got the win over Lakeshore, sets up the game uh, tonight, but just talk about the win over Lakeshore. You're up 35-0, got some young guys in. Feel good to take care of business and set up a game for the Mac Blue title?
5: Yeah, once again, our defense came and played really well uh, there for three quarters, and uh, uh, we took some advantage of some of the special talents that we have. Um, on offense and so uh, yeah everything went towards script and then you know they got an onside kick after a score and we missed some tackles and uh, so on and so forth so uh, that was kind of a bummer but at the same time we were solidly ahead so we felt okay about it yeah.
7: Both you and Portrion Northern took care of business. Mac Blue Championship game, Memorial Stadium you know the place is going to be packed. Before we talk about the actual talent on the field and both teams have plenty of it a lot of kids have never played in an environment like this. Both teams only have a handful of kids that remember the 2019 games and are on the field for that. How do you prepare your kids for what's going to be basically a college atmosphere crowd? Well,
5: I think uh, you're right. There, <laughs> There is no preparing for that because it's a, it's going to be a madhouse. Um, but I think the the first game when we went to Rochester, Uh, Really helped. That's a big time program, and uh, they did some big time things, and so the kids got a good sampling of uh, of that type of environment. Now, again, this is a whole different beast um, because you know people into both both stands, and uh, it's just a wild, wild thing. Their their student section goes crazy. Ours goes crazy. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun, but. yeah we'll see you know kids could see it we've been watching some film and things that of that nature too
7: i know this isn't the first crosstown showdown you've been involved in by any means but it's the first time you've been the head coach is that going to affect anything at all the first time i mean get the blood pumping a little more knowing you're the guy in charge
5: it can't get the blood pumping more i can tell you that but uh you know the experience up to this point has just been fantastic and uh uh, with the success we've had, um, it's been great to watch the kids uh, get better every week. To watch the coaches do their thing and get better every week, um, and so, like I said, they can't get much higher because it's just a wild thing every year. But uh, it'd be nice to to go out there in that position, sure. Yeah,
7: it's kind of a clash of styles, as I describe it. You guys have more of that home run hitter ability. I mean between amari holler gabe mose jaden ashford among other players you can score from anywhere on the field northern is a more low scoring grinded out type offense their defense is their strength they've been smothering opponents in the mac blue how do you think those styles will mesh when they finally clash on the field
5: well now that's you talking brady uh you know i always take a defensive perspective on these things and it's really uh to me boils down to two defenses and uh uh we feel good about where we're at uh defensively and you know we've got some playmakers on the offensive side and it's nice to have in our back pocket but uh we also have a grinding uh front five up front um and we, you know, depend on riding them a lot. So uh, there's lots of options and things. And uh, But really, as we look at it, if uh, teams can have a tough time scoring, it plays into our hands. So that's the perspective we kind of keep.
7: You mentioned your defense. It has been very, very good basically since week one maybe a little under talked about as you mentioned you the offense is the more fun thing to look at I mean it's always fun to see a big play but that defense has been well smothering to say the least
5: yeah well we uh, again we got kids that got a lot of speed and uh a lot of physicality a lot of physical ability so uh we feel real good about up front um and you know you can see out here at practice we're uh, we're tackling every day and making sure that we can uh square that up so uh, yeah, we're feeling real real solid about everything uh, as we go into things.
7: Last phase of the game, special teams. I know the last couple weeks, maybe a few hiccups in there. You mentioned an onside kick recovery, a couple punt blocks. How important is special teams going to play a factor in what we presume to be a very tight, close game against Northern?
5: Yeah, that's a huge thing, and uh, it's a big point of emphasis this week when we watched film. Uh, you know, breaking things down and making sure we went over that stuff very thoroughly. And uh, as we come out to practice every day, we're setting aside uh, a lot of time to go over those things. So, um, you know, that'll loom very large. It always does.
7: What are some, what are the biggest keys to victory against Port here on Northern and taking home a Mac blue title?
5: Playing fast. You know, if we can uh, not have to think and just play fast, I think we're pretty good ball club. Um, And that's on both sides of the ball, I think. And uh, being physical and fast, are the the big keys. And it comes down to blocking and tackling, really.
7: Thank you, Coach. Good luck. Have fun. All right. Thank you. We'll be back with more here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show right after this.
3: If you need Blue Water area scores, standings, schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show, joined now by Northern Head Coach Larry Rollins. Coach, uh, before we get to the game at hand, nice win at Lons Cruz. That's a talented team, and you held them very much in check, and really, that game was well in hand going into the fourth quarter.
11: Yeah, yeah, it was a nice win for our kids. Uh, they played hard defensively. We held them uh, We held them to, I think, 100 yards of offense uh, for the entire game, and then offensively, we got some big plays, and we put some points on the board early, and it was nice
7: to get some other kids in the game. Let's not waste any more time. Obviously a huge game this week. You're 6-0, Port Huron High is 5-1 and for the MAC Blue title. It's a game that this, this game last year didn't have the pomp and circumstance that it has this year. I mean, just how are you feeling going into what might be one of the bigger Crosstown showdowns in the history of this rivalry? Oh, it's exciting.
11: It's exciting for our kids, exciting for our community. Uh, it's just a fun game to be a part of and I've been blessed to be a part of it as a head coach now for seven years and uh, And then this year it means a little more with a Mac tight on the
7: line And so I'm just I'm excited for our kids With getting your kids excited for it obviously big moment. How do you try to? Level it out because yes, it's gonna be a huge atmosphere I mean, you know Memorial Stadium's just gonna be packed to the gills How do you make sure they don't get too up and, and come game time just slow their heartbeat down a little bit? Well, we talked about it yesterday um, At the end of the day, it's a football game. You know, you, you,
11: you get there, you take in the atmosphere, you understand what's going on, but as soon as the whistle's blown, the ball's kicked off. It's just what it,
7: you've been doing for the last six weeks. Two teams that you guys, I'd say different styles of how you've gone about winning football games. Port Huron more often than not has the big explosive plays. They have the athletes that you feel like from anywhere on the field you can, they can score. You guys grind out a few more wins, march down the field, do things like that. How are you preparing for some of uh, Port Huron High's explosive players. And how do you think that clash of styles will affect the game?
11: No, I think it's just kind of how we both play. You know, I mean, we're kind of a physical run the ball type team, play defense. And that's kind of kind of our culture we have there. And, and we just kind of plan to hopefully make it a physical game. Um, they're going to
7: bring their physicality too. I mean, they're, they're a well coached football team. And, uh, this is going to be exciting Friday night. Talk about your defense. You guys, I mean, this year especially, but it's kind of been a theme the last few years i'd have to double check but i know it's been about two and a half years since the northern team's given up 30 points uh this year seems like it's almost impossible to get your first team defense scored on your defense is even putting up points how nice is it to have guys that are basically a stonewall defensively oh it's nice uh it's definitely
11: nice to be able to you know we have that in our back pocket uh for sure and the, the kids on that side of the ball and the coaches over there they do a great job and they get after it every day in practice uh and it's that's how they play. That's how they come out. And that's how they excited to get ready to go. Got PH big game Mac Blue title.
7: What do you have to do to come away with a victory? Uh, Limit turnovers and stay healthy. All right, sounds good. Should be a fun game. Good luck, coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll be back with more on the Get Stuck on Sports pregame show right after this.
9: Are you ready for some football?
7: Don't you dare fumble that ball. <laughs>
4: Keep it glued to sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
10: Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888 888- B-E-D-R-O-C-K or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath.
7: When you think sleep, think Mattress King.
1: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people.
3: Investment Advisor.
2: at open eight to six weekdays, nine to three on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people.
6: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer
3: Two more games tomorrow on GetStuckOnSports.com. Cardinal Mooney will host Alan Park Cabrini on Stream 1 with Dennis, while on Stream 2, Brady will head to Warnwood's Tower to see if the St. Clair Saints can win the Mac gold title outright with a victory over the Titans. All the action begins at 12.40 p.m. Saturday for a pair of 1 o'clock kickoffs. Right here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
4: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: and welcome back to getstuckonsports.com national anthem played stands packed teams getting ready to come out on the field like once again let's go over what's at stake in this game both teams undefeated in Mac Blue Play and it hasn't been too tough for either team Northern's done it with their smothering defense Port here on high their defense nothing to be nothing to be uh, to forget either their offense has been high flying but again Both teams going to be missing key pieces tonight. Suspensions handed out to Port Huron Northern's MJ Green and Port Huron High's Amari Holler and Gavin Troy. Port Huron Northern takes the field, beautiful, beautiful night. Could not ask for better weather for the Crosstown Showdown. It's going to be about 70 degrees. The rain's going to hold off. It's, again, exactly what you'd hope for, but hey, The suspensions are going to loom large. Nate Oriole, the backup quarterback, the junior that usually you see at receiver or defensive back will be taking snaps for the big Reds. And, again, no Gavin Troy. He's one of the linchpins of that defense playing linebacker. He'll get carries in short yarded situations. Port here on Northern's MJ Green plays a lot of defensive backs, has had a pick six and one taken back to inside the five. Those are key pieces that are going to be missed on both sides. Now, as Port here on High gets ready to take the field, let's go over our Michaels Car Center keys to the game. Michaels Car Center, your dealer for the people. For Port here on Northern, it's keep that defense up. If their defense can keep doing what they're doing, especially with an inexperienced quarterback now for Port here on High, that's going to make a difference. Before we learned of the suspensions, The the keys of the game for Northern was going to be stop Amari Holler. They don't have to worry about that. The other key for Port Huron Northern, get that offense rolling. Your defense is solid. Defense plays no matter where or when you play. The offense has been very hit or miss, and Port Huron High has a very, very solid defense. The keys to the game for Port Huron High, don't let the moment get too big. Again, a quarterback, for all intents and purposes, making his first start. The crowd's huge here. Both sides packed. People standing in the end zones. It is a uh, it is a atmosphere we haven't seen in about two years. Nate Oriole can't let the moment get too big. I know you're probably a little nervous, Matt Blue Championship, but just keep it within yourself. Work with the system. You have playmakers around you. You have Game most You have Jaden Ashford. Those are guys that can that can help you out. The clock is now set at 12 minutes. Both teams, again, playing for a Macomb Area Conference Blue Championship. Port Huron High won this game last year 20-7. It was 14-7 as time expired, but Joseph Myeri with a pick six on a crazy last play sent the Brick Fowler trophy back to Port Huron High. If you include the playoff game in 2019, PH has won the last two, Northern won the previous three before then. The all time series you'll look at between these two schools, 35-20 in favor of the Huskies. Port on Northern going to receive the opening kickoff back to return, Hayden prone, and that looks like Jacob Kerrigan also back to return. On to kick for Port Huron High, Griffin Hansel. Northern, the home team tonight in their blue uniforms, blue pants, and the blue helmets, uh, gold stripe down the middle with a circle N on it. Port Huron High, the road team, red helmets, white jerseys, red pants, with a white stripe going down the side, block PH on one side, number on the other. Ball teed up on the left hash going to be a five by five look for the big reds hansel walks it back just a bit now getting ready official blows the whistle and the run-up and we are underway it's a line drive kick it hits off the front man port here on high recovers it is a special teams play to start the game a line drive kick Hit off the front man and it sure looked like a big red fell on it. No signal from the officials and there it is. Port here on high on the opening kickoff. Hits an absolute rocket. Up man or the front line man turned, hit off his shoulder and bounced right to a big red. And that Port here on high offense is gonna come out right away. Talked about that first big play. Getting the crowd on your side. well. Don't think you can do much better than that. Special teams is where the Big Reds had struggled a bit the past few weeks. Coming out on the field, quarterback Nate Oriel. Balls on the 50-yard line, first and 10, Port here on high. Oriel out of the gun, Moe's on his right hip, takes a snap, hands it off to Moe's, trying to go up the middle, cuts back, gets near the 45 and falls forward to about the 44. They'll say right in between that gain of 5. Second and five from the northern 45-yard line. Guys to watch on that northern defense, Luke Fletcher. He is an intimidating force inside, standing 6'3", 240 pounds. And this northern defense has been nothing short of elite through the first six weeks of the season. From the left hash, second and five for Port here on High on the northern 45. Oriole working out of the gun, twins to the right, one man to the left. Again, Mose on the right hip. Taking the snap, gonna hand it off to Mose again. He's got room to work, cuts up, oh excuse me, that's gonna be Myuri. Myuri cuts up over the 35, up to the 30. First and 10 Port here on high, and the momentum is all big reds here early. Joseph Myuri on the carry that time. And it's first and 10 big reds from the left hash of Port here on Northern's 30. Oriole commanding the huddle. Feeling good after a couple plays. He'll work out of the gun again. This time it's Gabe Mose on his left. Twins to the right. One man out to the left. Taking the snap. Oriole is going to hand it off to Mose. He's got room up the middle. Across the 25. Cuts back 20. Looking to get the corner. 15, 10, 5. He dives for the pylon. Did he get it? He did. Touchdown, Big Reds. Gabe Mose goes in from 30 yards out. And the Big Reds strike first in the Crosstown Showdown. A picture perfect start for Port Huron High. They get the, it was a squib kick that hit the up man of Northern and they march right down the field. Six nothing as Hansel comes on for the extra point. Good snap, good hole, the kick is a line drive and it splits the upright seven nothing. Port Huron High 1037 to go in quarter number one. Could not draw it up better if you tried, if you were Coach Dan Perkins. 7 nothing, just 83 seconds into the game on the 30-yard Gabe Mose touchdown run. Ansel getting ready to kick off again. Got to imagine those up men going to be right ready to go. You see all of them have their hands in front of their hips. Expecting another line drive kick. The run up, and it's going to be another line drive kick. This one gets all the way back, bounces at the 25, and it stays in bounds before it's picked up by Kerrigan. Kerrigan trying to make room, well, to find room to work, and he gets nowhere. That kickoff to Port here on high knocks him out at the 12-yard line. Big Reds have come out firing on all cylinders, and it's going to be up. To DJ Bloink and the Northern offense to kind of settle the Huskies in as they take over first and 10 from the, about their own 13 yard line. 10 32 to go in the first quarter. Gabe Moes very quickly struck from 30 yards out to get Port here on high the lead. Port here on Northern trying to answer back, and it looks like there's a flag on the play, and that's going to push it back. A face mask against Northern at some point, or a hold. One of the two. Going to push them back to the six. First and ten from their own six-yard line. As well as it's gone for Port here on high, could not have gone worse for Port here on northern. Coming out of a spread look, two receivers to his right, one out to the left. Bloink out of the gun, has a back to either side. Steinhauer and I believe that's Moore going to, on the jet sweep going to hand it off to Prone Prone trying to get the outside he cuts up to about the 10 yard line before he's eventually brought down so Hayden Prone the junior gets about uh, they're actually going to say he was tackled back at the 7 so it's only going to be, or oh, excuse me, that's the 12 yard line on the far hash. second and 4 coming up for Port here on Northern from their own 12 yard line Coach Larry Rollins likes to take his time offensively. Eat a lot of clock, be more methodical with it. Bloinks gonna work out of the gun. Man behind him is Steinhauer, man to his left is Moore. Two receivers split out to the right, one to the left. Bloin constructs his his running backs, more shifts to the right. Going to be a handoff up the middle to Steinhauer, and he's going to be met with a sea of white jerseys. I think he got back to the line of scrimmage. Nothing more. That will bring up a third and four from the 12-yard line of Port here on Northern. Even if you don't score for Port here on Northern, giving yourself a first down and just a little bit of room to breathe is something that could help your defense in a big way. Out of, From the left hash on the 13 yard line, so about a half yard gain. They need to get to about the 16 and a half yard line if they want a fresh set of downs. Third and four from the 13. Blank out of the gun, it is Steinhauer to his right. One man split out to the right and Larry Rollins is going to use his first time out here early in the game. Port Huron High, Big Reds are all sorts of fired up. Crowds behind them right now. 8.43 left to go in the first quarter. 7-0 Port Huron High. If you're just joining us, well it's been a great start for the Big Reds. Opening kickoff was a squib kick that hit one of the front linemen for Northern, bounced right into a white jersey. They get it on the 50, and it took them just 83 seconds to score a 30-yard Gabe Moe's touchdown run. And on the ensuing kickoff, they tackled the return man at the 12. A penalty pushed him back to the 6. And that's how we got to here. 3rd and 4 from the Northern 13-yard line. A big play here early in the game. Again, also on GetStuckOnSports.com today, uh, Dennis Stuckey down at Marysville as they take on Warren Fitz in a Max Silver matchup. The Vikings are fighting for their playoff lives. Both teams back on the field, Northern huddling. Important here on high defense. Trying to get a three and out to start the game. Northern trying to settle this game down a bit. One man split out either side, two tight ends to the right of Bloink. Puts one man in motion. That's number 48, Colin Orr. Out of the gun, Bloink takes a snap to his left. Gonna hand it off to Steinhauer. He's got room, but he's wrestled down around the 15 yard line. He should be short. That was Luke Allen running up and making a very nice open field tackle. It is going to be fourth and about a yard and the punt team comes on for the Huskies. A great tackle by Luke Allen. Got the bruising back of Steinhauer down and it's going to force a punt. No one back to return. Now heading back is Cameron Cole. Malachi Mitchell, the punter for the Huskies, has his heels on his own goal line. Big Reds look a little disjointed on their turn. It's going to be a high snap. He has to take a step back. Rugby style kick, and oh, that's almost blocked, but it's a booming kick. Cole has to go all the way back to the 35. Doesn't call a fair catch, and he's wrestled down immediately by Kane Cole. And there's, well, it looked like a little bit of jawing, but it was actually some, some nice sportsmanship on that tackle. There's a flag on the play, and that might be roughing the kicker. And it's gonna be a personal foul, roughing the kicker against the big reds. And that's gonna give a first down. It's throwing me off, the flag for the one official looks like it's almost red. Like if you watch NFL football, it almost looks like the challenge flag coaches throw. So a first down for Port here on Northern comes by way of the roughing the kicker penalty. 7.50 left to go in quarter number one. Port on Northern gets new life on their first drive. They're trailing seven nothing. The penalty moves the ball up to the Northern 30. First and 10 from there as Dylan Bloint comes back out on the field to command the Husky offense. Lost in all of that and forgotten because a penalty gave him a first down. Malachi Mitchell absolutely booted that. He kicked it from his own goal line, and it was caught at the other 37-yard line. That's a big-time punt. Northern breaks the huddle. First and 10 from their own 30. Twins to the short side. One man split out to the right. That's Kane Cole. Out of the pistol is... Gonna be bloink. he's gonna fake the handoff on the jet sweep, trying to bounce it off the left tackle. He's got a little bit of room and he's tackled near the 35-yard line. It'll be a gain of four, second and six coming up from the Husky 34-yard line. Northern taking their time as they do. Port here on high asking their defense to get a second stop on this drive. They forced the punt deep in Northern Territory, but the roughing the kicker penalty kept the drive alive. Bloink breaks the huddle. Twins out to the right. That's going to be Kerrigan and Cole. One man out to the left. Steinhauer, the back, about a foot behind Bloink. Bloink takes it, gonna hand it off to Steinhauer. No, he keeps keep it, got room to work off the right side. Cross the 35 to the 40, got room to work, 45, 50. In the PH territory, Jukes and goes out of bounds at the 42 yard line. Big gain for DJ Bloink and the Huskies. A very nice run on second and six. Gets it into port here on high territory. First and 10 Northern from the Big Reds 42 yard line. On the right hash, blank takes their time. And everyone collapsed on Steinhauer, he even faked me out, thought they were giving it to the big bruising back, pulled it out and had plenty of room to work. From the right hash, crowd from Northern trying to get into it a little bit. It's gonna be twins to the left, Along with the tight end, one man out to the right. Steinhauer, the man behind Bloink. And another timeout coming from the northern sideline. That's the second one they've had to use already. Not even halfway through the first quarter. 6:51 left to go in the opening frame. Seven nothing. Port here on high. They scored on their first possession after a muffed. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it muffed. A line drive that hit. The front lineman of Northern, they marched down the field, Gabe Moe, scored from 30 yards out. The Big Red defense had a stop, a three and out, but a roughing the kicker penalty extended it, and a nice DJ Blink run has put Northern into Big Red territory. After the timeout, it'll be first and 10 from the Big Red 42-yard line. Court here on ice defense ready to go, and I will say, their road white uniforms look pretty clean. Nothing fancy about them. Just a very nice look. Northern in their home, all blues. Northern taking their time, huddling out of the timeout. Instructions not very long-winded from Bloink. It'll be trips to the left, including a tight end on the ball. That looks like McRoby. Out of the pistol, Blank looking to his left, going to throw it. Sidearms it, and that's going to be out of the reach of Evan DeLong. He had a man in his face. If you've never seen Dylan Blank throw a ball, he comes out of, like a, in baseball terms, a three-quarter arm slot. So it's almost about helmet height. And it's definitely a different way to throw the football. Second and 10 coming up from the 42 yard line of port here on high. That was the first pass attempted by either side. From the right hash. And Larry Rollins offense gonna be the opposite of some you'll see around the area taking their time. They wanna use 35 plus seconds of the play clock every single down. One receiver split out either way. DeLong split out wide to the left. Kane Cole split out to the near side. Off the ball, that's number 48, Colin Orr. He moves to the left side of the formation. Taking the snap, gonna hand off to Steinhauer going to the left side. Cross the 35 into the inside the 40, excuse me. And that will be a gain of about four, setting up a third and six. From just inside the big red 40. They'll spot it at the 39. Caden Rogers and Luke Allen in on the tackle for the Big Reds. Third, and we'll call it a short seven yards to get the first down. Huskies trying to capitalize on a mistake the Big Reds made, a roughing the kicker. After their three and out, they moved it into Big Red territory. From the 39-yard line of Port Huron High, third and seven for the Huskies. Out of the pistol, Bloink takes a snap. Gonna fake the hand off to Steinhauer. It's gonna be a screen over to Orr. He's got room on the left side across the 35, 30. Breaks a couple tackles, 20, 15, 10, five. The Huskies answer back, but there's a flag on the play back at the 30. And Dylan Bloink doesn't look like he's too happy. He's not celebrating. So the band might have to stop. Yep, it's gonna be against the Huskies. Could be the reason why that play sprung. A holding is going to bring it back. Still a heck of a run from Colin Orr. It's just going to be all for naught. A nice play call and design by Larry Rollins, but it gets called back. So instead of making this a 7-7 game, it'll stay 7-0, and the Huskies will have a third and long from their the Big Red 48 yard line, we'll call it third and 18. 5.48 to go in the first quarter, seven nothing, Port here on high. So two major penalties on this drive. One was a roughing the kicker on a punt from Northern after a three and out by the Big Reds. And on that play, touchdown, called back due to holding. See what the Huskies draw up. It's gonna be trips to the right. That's Kerrigan, I believe that's DeLong along with Cole to the near side. Taking the snap, looking, looking. He's got plenty of time in the pocket, rolls out to the left, checking the pressure. He's got nowhere to go, he's just going to try to run and he's going to lose about a yard. Great coverage downfield by the Big Red secondary and it will force the second punt of this drive. As Malachi Mitchell comes out and the return team for Port here on high heads in. Mitchell's gonna have his feet on the 35. Cameron Cole, the man to return his feet on the 10. Mitchell has one heck of a boot on him. Good snap, he's gonna be a rugby style kick. High, booming kick, Cole. He's gonna call for a fair catch and bring it in inside the 10 at about the eight yard line. And that's where the Big Reds will take over for their second drive of the game. Touchdown called back from the Huskies and a punt forced and it will be first and ten. Port here on high from their own eight yard line. Five minutes to go in the first quarter. Big Reds leading seven nothing, looking to repeat what they did on that first drive. Again, no Amari Holler, no Gavin Troy in for the Big Reds tonight. So Nate Oriole at quarterback. Gabe Mose out to his left. Two men split out to the right. That's Ashford. And I believe Rosen all out of the gun. It is Oriole moves the man to the right side. Gonna hand off to Most trying to go up the middle. He tries to jump through a hole. He gets to about the ten before he's swallowed up by a sea of Huskies. It'll be a gain of about three. Call it second and seven from about the big red twelve yard line. So long six, short seven to get the first down. As the Big red going with a little more up-tempo offense. Gonna be twins to the left this time. Of Port here on high. They're moving right to left across your radio dial. Putting a man in motion. That's Cameron Cole. They're going to fake it. Give it on a dive to Moe's. And he almost broke it as he gets across the 15 to the 20. It was a touchdown saving tackle by Isaac Dunn. But that's enough for a first down for Port here on high. First and 10 from the no- the big red 22 yard line. The game plan seems to be for the port here on high offense to attack the middle of that northern defense. Out of the gun. Oriole, Mose to his right, puts Cole in motion again. This time takes a snap and he doesn't give the jet. He gives it again to Moe's. He scurries his way up the middle of the field and he gets tackled around the 25 yard line. Gain of three. Second and seven, uh, they'll spot it at the 26. So second and six coming up from the Big Red 26 yard line. Port here on high still yet to throw a pass. Not giving the Northern defense much time between plays to catch their breath. Second and six from their own 26 yard line. Port here on high looking to repeat their first drive. Oriole out of the gun, takes a snap, fakes the handoff, looking to throw, looking got plenty of time, fires over the middle and it's caught. Just past the 35 yard line down to the 37. That was Jaden Ashford, the junior wide receiver, and that will be a fresh set of downs for Port here on high, and Oriole completes his first pass. Again, had plenty of time to throw that ball. There was no one within about six, seven feet of him from the middle of the field. Port here on high, getting that offense rolling. 2.51 to go, and counting in the first quarter. They lead 7-0, trying to extend their lead. From the 37 yard line, first and 10. Oriole puts a man in motion, snap goes over his head. Loose ball, it's a scramble for it. There's a pile back on the 25. Northern says they have it. There was a white jersey and a blue jersey at the bottom of that pile. And it's gonna be Port here on high ball. A almost devastating mistake. But they'll live to fight another down. It'll be a loss of 12. Second and 22 from their own 25 yard line. (laughs) Big Reds hurting themselves with that high snap from the middle of the field, second and 21 from just outside the 25, we'll call it the 26. Chips to the right of Oriole, no one in the backfield. Moe split out wide to the left, along with Rosenau. Taking the snap, dropping back, looking, look, it's gonna be a screen. He's got two men in his face, he's rolling out. Fletcher almost gets him. He fires it over the head of a wide open Connor Rosenau. And it'll bring up third and 21, and we have a down big red, but he's quick to get up. That's Jaden Ashford. He's gonna get off o- under o- under his own power. Look to be a shoulder, maybe just a stinger. He didn't take long to get out. One forty-one to go in the first quarter. Seven nothing. Port here on high leads, but it's a third and a mile from their own twenty-six yard line. Northern Student Section trying to get into it right now. Out of the gun is gonna is Oriole. Mose to his right, play action. Looking back, Fletcher in his face. It's going to be a screen that's caught by Rogers. Rogers trying to get along the right side, but there's about six blue helmets that just body slam him inside the 25 yard line. It's going to be a loss of two and bring on the North or the Port Huron High punt team. Active, you can see why that Northern defense just produces. They fly to the football, they play hard. So with under a minute left to go in the first quarter, the Huskies will get the football back. Back to kick, that is number 12, Griffin Hansel, Gavin Troy, normally the punter for the Big Reds. Again, Port Huron High's had two kicks blocked the previous two weeks. Paramen back to return for Northern, one including Kerrigan. So it's a high snap, Hansel has it, not a lot of pressure. It's going to be a sidewinder kick. It's caught at the 49, that there's Evan DeLong. He plows over a defender at the 40, deep into Big Red territory, and the Huskies will have great field position to start. First and 10 from the Big Red 36-yard line. 37.1 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Big Reds lead at 7-0. Huskies had a touchdown taken off the board last drive on a screen pass to, it was, excuse me, <clears throat> a screen pass was caught and taken to the house. It was a great play call. There was Colin Orr, number 48. But deep in enemy territory is where the Huskies will start this drive, first and 10 from the 36 yard line. Ball near the middle of the field. Bloinks gonna be out of the gun Directly behind him, Joel Steinhauer, twins to the right, takes a snap, dropping back, looking, looking, he's going to sidearm it, bad pass, almost intercepted. Cameron Cole in coverage, but that was a miscommunication with his receiver. It it looked like he was expecting about a seven-yard curl, and the receiver only ran about four or five. Falls incomplete, second and 10 from the 36-yard line coming up for DJ Bloink and the port here on Northern Huskies. Huskies had some momentum going last offensive drive, but a holding call stalled it. Near the left hash. Bloink out of the pistol. This time it's more behind him. Twins to the left. One man out to the right. McRobie gets moved to the left side of the formation, puts his hand down. Low snap, and he's going to f- fake the handoff to no one. He's going behind the lead blocker. Got room to work across the 35. Tripped up near the 30. A nothing play that turned into maybe a gain of four. Third and six coming up, or third and seven from the big red 31 yard line. But they will let the quarter run out. And after 12 minutes of play, Port here on high seven, Port here on northern nothing. We'll be back in a moment with second quarter action here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
4: There's no way you can score without an assist from (laughs) GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
3: Services. Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC.
2: For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough
4: to know you, large enough to serve you. Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Third and a long seven from the right hash as a flag comes in before the second quarter starts. Is it gonna be it's gonna be a illegal substitution against the Huskies? So a third and seven becomes about a third and twelve. We'll push them back to the big red 36-yard line. Thank you for joining us here on getstuckonsports.com. Also being simulcasted on EBW.tv. 7-0 port here on high. Leeds rival Port here on Northern. Huskies have it third and long from the 36-yard line. They need to get to a about the big red 25 thereabouts. Bloink's going to go under center for the first time tonight. A trio of backs behind him, tight end to either side. Taking the snap, handing it off to Steinhauer. He rumbles ahead over the 35 near the 30, but he's going to be well short of the first down. This spot at the field doesn't make much sense to punt, and I know Malachi Mitchell has a good leg on him. I don't know if I'd trust him with almost a 50-yard field goal. And it's gonna be four down territory. They take the heavy package out. It will be fourth and about six from the Port here on High 32 yard line. Big play to start quarter number two. Northern taking their time, making sure they get the right personnel in. As Blank hustles to the huddle, they're gonna have 10 seconds to get this playoff. Northern and Larry Rollins only have one timeout left. Northern Hustle to the line, trips to the left. Under five seconds get the snap off. Blink does. It gives the handoff up the middle. Steinhauer, he jukes to the left, and he rumbles across the 30 near the first down marker. But I don't think he got it. He's going to be about half a yard short. Let's wait for the official signal. And, yes, Port Huron High stopped him. He needed to get to about the 25, only got to about the 26. And Port here on high comes up with a big defensive stop. They'll take over first and 10 from their own 27 yard line. Big Reds lead seven, nothing. 11.02 left to go in the second quarter. Gabe Mose has the lone touchdown from 30 yards out. A snap over the head of Nate Oriole Slowed down the drive last time. Oriole out of the gun. Gabe Mose behind him on his left hip. Puts a man in motion. That's Cole. Going to hand it off to Mose at the middle. Cuts to the right side. Got room 30. Cutting up 35. And he gets tripped up around the 40. Great tackle by Evan DeLong. The speed of Gabe Mose. If he doesn't get tripped up, he could be making a house call. Going to be all the way out to the big red 41-yard line. Good enough for a first down. And Gabe Mose... Having a heck of a game so far early. First and 10 from the Big Reds' 41-yard line. Big Reds moving left to right now across your radio dial. Out of the gun, Oriole. Twins to the right, one man to the left. are going to go with the hard count, and they got Fletcher to jump. First time they've gone with that all game long, and it's going to be a free five yards, setting up a first and five from the 46 yard line of Port here on high. From the right hash. Oriel out of the gun. Takes a snap, fakes the hand off the mode's gonna run up the middle, got rid of the cross Crosses the field. 45 going to the left side, 40, 35 foot race, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Nate Oriole from 54 yards out. Extends the big red lead early in the second quarter. The focus was on Gabe Mose. The northern defense collapsed and a 54 yard scamper from Nate Oriel makes it 13 nothing. Port here on high pending the extra point. Hansel comes on for the extra point. On to hold is Oriol. Kick is up. Sails through the uprights near the parking lot and the north end zone, and with 10:05 to go in the first half, Port here on high 14, Northern nothing. Huskies about to get the ball back, but what a run from Nate Orio. Now, Northern is not unfamiliar with a situation like this. They were down 15-0 to Frazier earlier in the year. Granted, Port here on high, a little bit of a better team than Frazier, but this is not unfamiliar territory for the Huskies to be down. Dylan Bloink's a very calm, cool, collected quarterback. Doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low. Hansel getting ready to kick. pair of return men back for the Huskies. That is Prone and Kerrigan. Hansel breaks the huddle. He's going to be kicking off from the right hash. Hansel takes his time. The run up and it's gonna be another line drive kick. This one bounces about the 30, goes to the hands of, that is Kerrigan, tries to go back towards the middle of the field and more great coverage as he's tackled inside the Northern 20. And it'll be another long field for Dylan Bloink and the Northern offense. 9.55 to go here in quarter number two. Northern trying to get their first points on the board as the Big Reds extended their lead last drive. They trail 14 to nothing. Northern's been able to move the ball down the field a little bit. They've just stalled out. Big Red defense has played a big part in that. Bloint commands the huddle. Huskies go to the line of scrimmage. The twins each side, one man in the backfield. Steinhauer, about a yard behind Boink, putting a man in motion, that's Kerrigan, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, dropping back, it's gonna be a screen, he can barely get it away, if he could have gotten it to Steinhauer, there was a lot of green in front of him, with a lot of big bodies there, instead it falls harmlessly to the turf, second and 10 coming up from the northern 19 yard line. Give credit to the Big Red defense there. They got in the face of Bloink. It was a good play call because, again, if that connects, Steinhauer still might be running. Northern breaking the huddle. It's going to be twins to the left this time. One man split out to the right. Two men in the backfield. To the left, Excuse me, to the left of Bloink, now moving to the right is Moore. Steinhauer behind him, hands off to Steinhauer, tries to bounce it off the left side, breaks the tackle back at the 15, barely gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that will make it third and nine from the Northern 20-yard line. From the left hash. Northern completed one pass so far tonight, but it was called back due to holding. They've kept Bloink upright for the most part. And again, a very run heavy offense for Northern. 9-15 and counting here to go in the second quarter. Northern trying to avoid a three and out, down 14 to nothing. They have it third and nine from their own 20 yard line on the left hash. Tight formation, bunch trips to the near right side. To the left, one man split out wide, that's Evan DeLong taking the snap is going to be Bloinks, flips it out to Steinhauer, across the 20, 25, 30, first down more, cuts it up 35, 40, gets tackled eventually at the 35, and a flag comes out near the tackle. I'm not sure what this could be, unless it's a hold from a trailing northern defender. I don't think it was a face mask, but it's in the vicinity of the tackle. Personal foul, I believe that's a blindside block. So it'll be a, f- we'll see where they mark it. The flag's down at about the 42-yard line. So it's going to come all the way back to the Husky 27, which would s- make it third and three. I actually spotted at the 28. Third and two from the 28-yard line. I believe the official signaled illegal blindside block. You can no longer, if you're going back towards your own goal line, you can't throw a block. It's one of the newer rules. It's for player safety. But from the left hash, they'll be third down again, but third and two. Blank will be out of the gun. It's Hayden Prone behind him in the backfield. First time we've seen him there tonight. Taking the snap, gonna hand it off to Prone, going up the middle, tries to bounce to the right side. He's gonna wrestle for it. It's gonna be close to the first down. He might be about half a foot short. Looks like he only got to the 29. Decision time for Larry Rollins. It'll be fourth and one from the Husky 29 yard line. And it doesn't look like the punt team's coming on the field. They gonna They're gonna bring out a measure, but uh, frankly, I don't think this measure is gonna be close. Well, it might be. We'll see, they extend the chain, signal from the official, and wow, well, I was wrong. First down Northern. Won't be the first, won't be the last time I'm wrong. And it's a fresh set of down for Port on Northern. First and 10 from their own 29 yard line. 8.22 to go in the second quarter. They trail 14 nothing. Slowly they're working their way down the field. A big play again called back due to a penalty but they get the first down on third and short. Port here on Northern working right to left. Located up on the port here on high side. as Blount goes out of the gun. Twins to the right, one man to the left. Takes a snap, dropping back, looking, looking, clean pocket, fires and it's gonna be caught. What a throw and catch to number 13, Jacob Kerrigan. He put that one through a tight window all the way down to the Husky 45 yard line. He was draped by Cameron Cole. That is an excellent pass from Dylan Bloink. First and 10 Huskies, now from their own 45-yard line. First reel down the field pass. Northern's completed so far tonight. From the right hash. Bloink gonna go out of the gun. Steinhauer, the man behind him. Twins to the left, one man out to the right. Tight end on the ball to the left. Bloink takes the snap, hands off to Steinhauer. Looking for room to work, a little bit of patience, but he only gets a yard, maybe two if the officials are generous. It'll bring up second and eight from the 47-yard line. Clock continues to tick. And Portier and High will get the ball to start the second half. They got the first possession only because a line drive kick hit the up man of Northern and they are able to fall on it and they struck first. Northern looking for their first points in this ball game. Second and eight from their own 47 yard line. Blank waltzes up, gonna be in the pistol. Gonna be prone behind him. Colin Orr, the off the ball tight end. Snap taken, gives it to prone. He bounces off one tackle and he shimmies back and he didn't get back to the line of scrimmage. Loss of one, brings up a third and nine from their own 46. Officials trying to decide where to spot it. They're gonna step back another yard. It's gonna be a loss of two. Make it third and ten from the 45. That will bring up a third and ten for the
12: Huskies, they're all
7: 35 yards. Blount completed a very nice ball earlier in the drive. See if he has another one in him. Huskies break the huddle trying to get into big red territory. Facing a third and 10 from their own 45 on the right hash. Trips to the left of Bloink, one man to the short side to the right. Man behind him, taking a snap, dropping back, looking, looking, steps up in the pocket, trying to scramble, slips away from one tackler, but he's eventually brought down back at the 40 yard line. First sack of the game. Bloink knew he didn't have much room, tried to slip out of there, couldn't do it. Big sack for the big reds. They'll get the ball back just over five minutes to go in the first half, leading 14-nothing. Ball placed back at the 41-yard line. Malachi Mitchell, the punter, be just inside his own 25. Cameron Cole back to return. He's putting his heels at his own 22. A Little bit of a high snap, not a lot of pressure. The run up and another booming punt. Cole's gonna try and catch this, and it bobbles, but he's able to recover it at the 25. He caught it on a short hop. Probably should have let that one go, but no harm, no foul, I guess. First and 10 port here on high, coming up from their own 25 yard line. From the left hash. Big Reds looking to extend their first half lead. Kids, Nate Oriel, scampers the to the huddle. Minutes, the Big Reds have Reds had five, three drives, they've scored on two of them. Be the Twins out to the right, one man out to the left, mows the back off the left hip of Oriel. Brinical engine motion, hands it off. Most has nowhere to go, but he slips out of one tackle. Almost slips out of another. Going to be a loss of two, but a flag comes in. It's going to be a face mask, and I'll be honest, I don't have the best angle, but it looked like his head just kind of whipped weird. I didn't think anyone actually grabbed it, but I could be wrong. They're going to call a face mask nonetheless, and it'll be a free first down for Port here on high. It's only gonna be a face mask of the five yard variety. So it'll move it up to the 33 yard line. So it'll be first and four. First and five they'll say from the 33 yard line of Port here on high, Oriole out of the gun. Again, Moe's off center to his left. Hard count and got a receiver to move and officials took a second to throw the flag. But Port here on high gonna give those penalty yards right back. So, first and 10. Call to wash, even Steven. 4.43 to go in the first half. 14 nothing Port here on high. They lead it in the Crosstown Showdown. Mac Blue Championship on the line. Big Reds trying to repeat. Northern trying to get back atop the mountain where they were in 18 and 19. From the left hash, back at the 23 yard line. It's actually gonna be first and 12. Oriole out of the gun. Goes on the hard count, goes on two. Gets man to Flinch, doesn't break the line of scrimmage. Fakes the handoff, Oriole trying to cut it in off the left tackle. He gets to about the 25, but wrestled down hard by number 74, Troy Daniels, big man inside. It'll be a gain of two, second and 10 now from the Big Red 25 yard line. Big Reds might be content with taking the ball in the half as an official timeout called. I think they're saying someone has to go off the field. Looked like they sent Colin Orr off. Not sure for what, maybe an equipment violation. No flag, just quick officials timeout. As I was saying, 3.45 and counting here to go in the first half. With a 14-0 lead, Port here on high might be content taking into the half. They'll get the first possession of quarter number three. From their own 25-yard line, on the left hash, Oriole out of the gun with twins to the left. Puts Cole in motion, takes the snap, gonna give it to Cole on the jet sweep. He gets hit in the backfield, and he has nowhere to go. Number 16, Alex Armstrong had a lot to say about that. Big tackle for loss forces a third, and long for the big Reds. They had faked the jet sweep a few times to Cole. That time they gave it to him. They are going to lose about two yards. We'll call it third and 12 from their own 23-yard line. Three minutes and counting. Larry Rollins and company still has one timeout in their back pocket. So if the Big Reds elect to run it, they can stop the clock. But I don't think they will. They're going empty. Twins either side, tight end off the ball. On the right side of the line of scrimmage, Oriole. Putting Mose in motion, takes snap, dropping back, looking, looking, going to fire way down the field, and that's going to be about 10 yards over the head of number seven, Connor Rosenthal, but a flag comes in, pair of flags come in. Now, if it's a holding penalty, that won't be enough for the first down. High school football, there are no automatic first downs, personal foul or otherwise. If it's enough yardage for the first down, you get it. If not, you just repeat the down, and they're discussing a pair of flags came in. Rosendahl wanted it. Waiting on the official signal. Believe it was holding. So that would make it third and two. Big Red still have all three timeouts left. So if they get this first down, and it is holding, Third and two coming up from about the 33 yard line. They need to get past the 35 to get a fresh set of downs. Was the first deep shot they took with Oriole. And a timeout comes from Port here on high. They had some miscommunications, didn't like what they saw. So, with 2.37, left to go in the first half. Port Huron High leads 14-0. A third and two coming up after the timeout. During the timeout, want to remind you, we have two more games tomorrow on GetStuckOnSports.com. Dennis Stuckey down in Marysville, they're taking on Warren Fitz. Tomorrow he'll be at East China Stadium as Cardinal Mooney takes on Allen Park Cabrini. I will be down at Warren as St. Clair looks to win a Matt Gold outright title as they play Warren Woods Tower. Catch all the action on GetStuckOnSports.com. I'll be on stream two, Dennis on stream one. And before you do that, we have the Get Stuck On Sports podcast. It will release late tonight, early tomorrow morning. Hear all our instant reactions from the going on in the area. 2.37 left to go in the first half. 14-0 important here on high leads. They have it third and two from their own 33-yard line. It'll be a twin tight end set, one to either side on the line of scrimmage. Man split out wide, Moe's the back in the backfield, out of the gun. Oriole. Putting Ashford in motion, going to hand it off to Moe's. Goes up the middle, gets turned around. And he got just enough, got past the 35-yard line to the 36. It'll be a fresh set of downs. Needed two, got three. Big Reds in hurry up mode. Gonna go, uh, they're going out of an empty set. Now taking their time. Clock running, 2.19 and counting. And a flag comes out. It's gonna be against the Big Reds. Believe they had too many men on the field. They'll call an illegal substitution and pushes the Big Reds back five yards. Illegal substitution against the
5: Big Reds. Five yard friendly. Remains
7: first down. Back to their own 31 yard line. First and 15 now awaits Port here on high. At this point, Northern just trying to get into the half. Down 14 0. Two minutes to go and counting in quarter number two. Out of the gun, Oriole trips to the right. One man out to the left, Mose in the backfield and the hard count and the big reds jumped. Push them back another five yards. So a first and 10 from their own 36. Two penalties later makes it first and 20 from their own 26. Think coach Dan Perkins kind of wanted to go for the throat here in the first half. The first and 20 Lumen limits your options a bit. They still have two timeouts in the back pocket. If you're Northern, you want to watch the screen or maybe a little trick play here to try to get something going. Out of the going, Oriole takes a snap, hands it off to Mose, tries to bounce to the right side, slips through one tackle, 35, across the 40, stiff arms, man, out of bounds near the 45-yard line. Going to be near the first down marker, depends on the spot. He's going to be a half a yard short. A 19 yard run on first and 20. Second and one coming up from the 45 yard line. Got out of bounds, clock stops, buck 37 left to go in the half. Oriole breaks the huddle, his twins to the left. One man out to the right, tight end left. Again, Moes just a step back from him on the right side. Good snap, hands it off to Moes. Tries to get over the 45, he does. Runs over a northern defender. Got just enough for a first down. Down to the 47, 132 and it's a first down. Taking the chains a minute to go. Gonna help the Big Reds a bit, save them a little clock. Well, no, clock starts running. Oriole out of the gun. Big Reds gonna need to throw it a bit here if they wanna get down, they are dropping back, looking, looking, He's trying to avoid a sack, and he cannot. There were two big blue jerseys in the way, and it was number 48, Colin Orr with the sack. First one of the day for the Husky defense, loss of three, and the Big Reds call a timeout with 111 left to go. In the second quarter, 14-0, Port on High leads. Port on High has one timeout remaining. There was so much pressure, it almost looked like a design screen. Couldn't tell if it was and it was just snuffed out or what have you. But in any case, second and 13 coming up from their own 44-yard line on the other side of this. Again, tonight, the MAC Blue Championship in the Crosstown Showdown between Port here and High and Port here on Northern. Northern 6-0 coming in this matchup. Port here on High, 5-1, and both undefeated in conference play. But there is no Amari Holler, no MJ Green, and no Gavin Troy for either side. MJ Green, the man out for the Huskies. It is Troy and Holler out for the Big Reds. Orioles done a fine job commanding the huddle. Haven't asked him to do too much, hasn't thrown too much. Once the officials blow the whistle, Oriole will be out of the gun. Has twins to the right, one man to the left. Northern has three down linemen showing blitz. Snap, taken, looking, looking, throws over the middle, and it's caught at the Northern 45-yard line by Caden Rogers. Big Reds in hurry-up mode. Sixty seconds left to go in the first half. Port here and high, trying to add on to their fourteen to nothing lead. Big Reds take a second. Oriole finally gets the play call. He hurries up. Twins to the right. One man out to the left. Again, Moe's in the backfield, taking the snap, dropping back. Looking's got a man in his face. He fires way downfield and he overshot Ashford by about ten yards. But he had a man in his face immediately. Believe Ryan Collins, the man. Putting the pressure on Oriole. Second and, or excuse me, fourth and two coming up from the 45-yard line. And the Big Red's going to go for it. Fourth and two from the 45-yard line. Tricky situation if you don't get this or get sacked. You're going to give Northern a possibly a short field. Malachi Mitchell has a nice leg, maybe get him points. Under center Oriole, and Larry Rollins is going to burn the final timeout for Northern. So the final timeout comes on a fourth and two, gives Dan Perkins a little more time to think about what he wants to do on fourth and two. Let's look at this situation. Fourth and two from the opponent 45-yard line. You, as Port here on high, are down to one timeout. So if you get the first down, you have to hurry up. Nate Oriole's done well commanding the offense. He's thrown a couple deep balls. Hasn't been the most accurate. Put a little too much on it. Can you get in the field goal range? What is the target line for Hansel to try to get it through and make it 17-0? Now the cons, if you don't get it, you give Northern a short field, a, a long pass. Malachi Mitchell has a nice leg. He can make it from about 40 yards out. Big Red's gonna go for it. From the 45 yard line, fourth and two. Oriole under center. Five down linemen for the Huskies. Oriole going with the hard count. Takes a step, QB sneak. He slips through, he gets the first down all the way to the 40 yard line. Gain of five. They're gonna clock it. 35 seconds left when the clock starts. Oriole under center. Takes it, spikes it, took an extra second. Five seconds went off the clock there. 29.9 seconds to go, it'll be second and 10 from the Northern 45 yard line. Port here on high leads at 14, nothing. Trying to extend this lead before the half. From the middle of the field. I'd imagine The bare minimum you'd have to get to attempt a field goal is about 25, or to the 25 yard line, so 15 more yards. Big Reds only have one timeout, gonna be an empty set. Oriole, no one with him in the backfield. Takes a snap, drops back, looking, clean pocket, looking. Throws it to the sideline, and it's off the hands of Gabe Mose. Nice hit from the defender, number 45, Ryan Collins. Third and 10 coming up from the 40. From the middle of the field. Give a lot of credit to the Port Huron High offensive line. They have kept Oriole upright for all but one play so far tonight. 24.2 seconds left to go in the half. Empty backfield, Oriole dropping back, looking deep drop. Got a man in his face, throws it up and in the vicinity of Cameron Cole, but not really to any particular receiver. Fourth and 10 coming up with 18.7 seconds left to go. Ball is on the Husky 40 yard line. If they go for it, if well if they punt, It basically means Northern going to take it into the half. At least if Northern gets a stop here on 4th and 10, they can think about taking one deep shot. Big Red offense stays on the field. 4th and 10 from the Husky 45-yard line. Port here on high. Trying to convert their second fourth down of the drive. Oriole out of the gun. Takes snap, takes the handoff, gonna keep it himself. Runs off the left side, across the 35, tries to cut back and he's wrestled down at the 35 yard line, five yards short of the first down marker. It'll be first and 10 port Huron Northern with 11 seconds left to go. Northern has no timeouts. If they want to get any chance to get in a field goal range, they'd have to throw it deep. Big Red's gonna come out and prevent defense. Gabe Mose is 20 yards back from the line of scrimmage. Northern Trails port here on high, 14-nothing. There's 11 seconds left to go in the first half. And the Huskies look like they're gonna take a shot. Trips to the left, one man out to the right. Larry Rollins being aggressive, Steinhauer in the back. Snap taken and hand it off to Steinhauer. Gets across the 40 and they just wanted to spurt it out see if Steinhauer could break one. He gets five yards and that will run out the clock at the end of the first half. Port here on high, 14. Port here on Northern, nothing. When we come back, we'll tell you how you got here. You're listening to High School Football on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. <laughs>
4: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
6: When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer.
1: Mama Vicky's, a port here on original since 1923.
8: Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's world most admired companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together.
4: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com at the half, Port Huron High leading Port Huron Northern by a score of fourteen to nothing. Game started off with a line drive kick that hit one of the Northern upmen, bounced to a white shirt, and the Big Reds recovered, marched fifty yards down the field, capped off with. A 30-yard Gabe Mose touchdown. That would be all the scoring for a while. Northern thought they answered back. A screen pass to Colin Orr went about 45 yards to the house, called back due to a holding. So instead of 7-7, seven, seven, it stayed 7-0. Northern would eventually have to punt. A little back-and-forth action before it was Nate Oriole on a QB keeper. Went 54 yards with a house call, and that's where we stand at the break here on high 14, Northern nothing. Just been two big plays for the Big Reds. Northern offense can't get anything going. Big Reds will get the ball first to start the second half. It'll be an interesting half of football. Northern's offense needs to get going, and they need to get going fast. When we come back, we'll give you some stats from the first half. You're listening to high school football here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports are you
9: ready for some football
4: don't you dare fumble that ball keep it glued to get stuck on sports.com your kids your schools your sports
13: if your windows stick slip squeak or leak
6: For all your real estate and insurance needs,
2: please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
10: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at JepsonCarCo.com. That's J E P S O N CAR CO.com. Or give them a call at 810 662 3048 to find the perfect ride.
4: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com at the half. Port here on high 14. Port Huron Northern, nothing. Let's give you a couple stats throughout the game. So looking at both teams' totals, Port Huron High has rushed 18 times for 146 yards, only three completions, uh, excuse me, for 29 yards. Majority of that running been on the back of Gabe, uh, excuse me, Gabe Mose, 10 rushes, 96 yards, including a 30-yard touchdown run to get the scoring started. Nate Oriole running three uh, excuse me, he is, he's listed as three runs for 12 yards, but he uh, he had a big touchdown run, 54 yards to the house. Maybe a little bit of a miscommunication there with the stats for Port Huron High or Northern. Excuse me, uh, it's been a lot of Dylan Bloink, who uh, well, they've been trying to get him going offensively. One of five passing for 16 yards. Again, one of those called. Back And Steinhauer has eight carries for 17 yards. It has not been a pretty game offensively. Defenses have been coming up big. Big plays from both sides. Fort Fortnayern High does get the ball to start the second half. The Big Reds can score. It's going to be a pretty big lead. Northern's offense has been their weak point this year. If their defense can make a stand, get the ball back, They'll be in business, but the opening drive where the where, or the opening kick, I should say, where the line drive kick hit the northern up man has been the biggest, most crucial play to this point. When we come back, we'll take a look at scores from around the area. You're listening to High School Football and get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
4: Every grandma knows get stuck on sports.com is where the grandkids play
7: to hear you say that makes me love you baby
4: making lots of
7: memories it's your kids it's your schools it's your sports North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos.
10: Hustling around town to get the kids to and from practice? Want some of the best burgers on the go? Stop by A&W in Marysville or Elmont and pick up dinner for the whole family. While you're there, don't forget to grab a gallon of their famous root beer. Located on Gratiot in Marysville and on Van Dyke in Elmont. A&W, all American food for the whole family.
11: Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future.
9: Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
7: Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Did someone say fried
2: chicken? Why yes they did. Need a quick meal for your family on the go? Stop in to Vinkier Foods in Wadhams or Elmont and grab an eight piece chicken dinner meal for only $14.99. That's eight pieces of chicken, two sides and rolls for only $14.99. Visit Vinkier Foods in Wadhams at the corner of Lapeer and Wadhams Road or in Elmont on Van Dyke.
6: Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact
2: one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
4: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Back here on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Port here on High leads Port here on Northern in this crosstown showdown for the Mac Blue Championship, fourteen to nothing. Let's take some look at some scores from around the area. Let's start with uh, some other Mac scores. Marine City leading Madison Heights, Madison, twenty-eight to seven at the break. Last I heard, over on Stream One, Marysville was trailing Warren Fitzgerald, thirty to eight at the break. In BWAC action, scores I could get seven nothing. The uh, the excuse me the <laughs> Richmond Blue Devils lead over North Branch. That also at the half, and the only other score I could get Yale fourteen, MLA City six. That game at Yale Park. If I can get you some more scores, I will. But again, here at Port, here on high, fourteen nothing. The Big Reds lead over the Huskies. It was a Gabe Mose 30-yard touchdown and a Nate Oriole 54-yard touchdown run that has been all the scoring tonight. Port here on high, going to get the ball to start the second half. Again, Mac Blue Championship here tonight. Winner of this game, outright championship. Tomorrow, St. Clair has an opportunity to win the MAC Gold Championship. If they beat Warren Woods Tower, they will win their second outright title in school history, only their fourth league title, period. Marine City, if they hold on, and I don't see why they wouldn't, they beat Madison Heights Madison, another league title for the Mariners, and Anchor Bay has already secured a split of the MAC White title. If they beat Lance Cruz North, and again, I'm assuming they will, they will be Mac White outright champions. So if you're keeping Tally at home, that is four St. Clair County teams winning Macomb Area Conference football titles. When we come back, we'll get a little bit closer to kickoff here in the second half, 14-0 Big Reds lead. You're listening to High School Football and on sports.com.
4: There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. <laughs> Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people
2: For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you.
10: Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials.
3: Offices located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC.
2: At open eight to six weekdays, nine to three on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people.
4: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Teams coming out to warm up for the second half. Port Union High leads 14-0. They will receive the ball to start the second half. Got a couple more scores for you during that last break. Cross-Lex 44, Algonac 6 at the half. And a surprise, surprising score. Almont 14, Armada nothing. The undefeated Tigers looking to set up a BWAC championship next week. As I head to cross Lex, or excuse me, Armada, as the Pioneers take on the Tigers. Now, that game will be for, they'll have BWAC title implications. It just depends if it's for a share or for the whole thing. Meanwhile, here at Port, here on Northern, they, uh, so what they did at halftime is they put 18 minutes up on the scoreboard. So what normally happens at halftime, you put 15 minutes up and you give three minutes for them to warm up. Clock operator put 18 up and now is not giving the three minutes. Both teams still going out and stretching. I think the officials are giving them time. They're trying to signal to put three minutes up there. I was a little confused when they put the 18 minutes up. But both teams getting their time to stretch. Officials not too worried about it. Port Eron High going to get... The second half kick, and it's going to loom large. They lead 14 to nothing. Northern not known for putting up a bunch of points. They need to get a stop, maybe get a defensive score, or have their defense set them up on a short field. Northern's already had one touchdown called back. The Colin Orr screen pass went to the house, but a holding call, which may have helped spring it, did not see for sure, called it back. Now they have about two and a half minutes left up there so again let me reset for you what happened in the first half opening kickoff Hansel hits a rocket of a line drive hits one of the up men bounces five yards back there were a couple white jerseys fell on it at the 50 yard line just you you couldn't draw it up better and the thing with a squib kick like that you can try to do it but it's really hard to aim Big break for the Big Reds, created their own luck. Got it at the 50, drove down the field, in a 30-yard game-most touchdown run made it 7-0. Now, the, like they mentioned earlier, Portia Northern got the ball. It looked like a three-and-out, got hit on the punt. It was a roughing the kicker, moved it up 15 yards, continued the drive, looked like the Huskies had scored, but the holding penalty brought it back. Uh, a couple drives that they traded off later, and Port Huron High would score from 54 yards out. Oriole pulled it on the read option, and no one was by him. They were all keen on Gabe Mose. And that's been all the scoring. It has been a defensive affair here at Memorial Stadium for the Crosstown Showdown. Again, winner of this game, outright MAC Blue champions. Port Huron High defending their title. Port Huron Northern won it in 18 and 19. So the MAC Blue has... Definitely gone through Memorial Stadium basically since these kids have been in high school. No difference here. It's been a great crowd tonight. Been loud, been raucous. As Northern heads to the sideline, Port here on high, getting ready. believe Northern will kick off right to left. Again, in this game, Port Huron High, without their starting quarterback, Amari Holler, no linebacker slash running back in Gavin Troy. No MJ Green for the Port Huron Northern Huskies. All three players out. Uh, the reason given was disciplinary reasons. And the Big Reds offense has not looked as sharp, but they've done enough. Their defense has helped them out, put up 14 points. And Port here on Northern, you can tell they have missed that deep threat of MJ Green. But neither team really getting the ball going through the air, mostly on the ground. As now Malachi Mitchell comes out ready to boot it. And he's punted it three times so far tonight. Every time has been a thing of beauty. 14 nothing port here on high leads getting ready to start the second half here on getstuckonsports.com or you may be watching on EBW TV either way thank you for joining us here tonight at memorial stadium for the crosstown showdown for the mac blue championship it's been i don't, you'd be hard pressed to find a 5 year stretch where the crosstown showdown has met as much as it has this past half decade Ball teed up at the middle of the field. Back to return is Ashford and Mose. Mitchell the run up. And it's going to be a high pooch kick. Going to about the 20. It bounces the 20. Picked up just inside. And breaking one tackle. Then another is Cade Hansel. He's eventually brought down just inside the 25. It'll be first and 10. Port here on high. First drive of the second half. Going to be starting from their own 24-yard line. From the left hash, big reds in their road white uniforms, red helmets, red pants, gonna be working left to right across your radio dial. Northern looking to get a big stop here in, to start the second half in their home blue uniforms. Blue tops, blue bottoms, blue helmet with a gold stripe down the middle of the helmet. Nate Oriole in at quarterback again, replacing the suspended Amari Holler. Out of the gun, Oriole putting Cole in motion. Goes on two, hands it off to Mose. He cuts it back up towards the middle, and he had nowhere to go. Loss of one. They're gonna give number 16, Alex Armstrong, credit for the tackle. Loss of one. Second and eleven now from the twenty-three yard line. Now officially, actually they'll call it no gain, but. Not really that much of a difference. Uh, Still looked like he lost a yard or two. Second and 11 from about the 23 and a half yard line of Port here on high. Big Reds trying to get off to a fast start in the second half. Oriole out of the gun, twins to the right. Moes the running back, takes a snap, fakes the handoff, tries to go up the middle. And again, the smothering Northern defense doesn't let him get back to the line of scrimmage. Loss of one again, brings up third and long. Officially call it, see where they spot it, third and 12 from the 22-yard line. Third and 12, Big Reds from their own 23-yard line. Poor Iran High in danger of going three and out to start the second half. Man that was held quiet in that first half, Luke Fletcher, the imposing defensive end. Lining up on the left side of the Northern defense. They show three down linemen, two overhanging linebackers. Out of the gun, Oriole takes a snap, dropping, looking to his right, now looking to his left, nowhere to go, tries to evade the pressure, he's all the way back at the five, throws it up and out of bounds. Great pressure, that was number 48, Colin Oren. How many times have I said that young man's name tonight? He has played great for the Huskies and just what the doctor ordered, a three and out, 10-21 left to go in the, in the third quarter, excuse me. And the Huskies are gonna get the ball back. Let's see if the Huskies bring pressure. The last two weeks, Port Huron High has had a punt blocked and Cade Hansel, the punt returner, or the punt punter for Port Huron High, replacing Gavin Troy. Two men back to return for the Huskies. The snap is good, takes a step. It's going to be a kind of an off the side of the foot. Caught by DeLong, going at the 45-40. 35-30 flag goes out at the 50, and a very nice return going to be coming back. It took them a second to throw it, and the entire Big Red fan base wanted a block in the back, and they'll get it, and another costly penalty. Going to be almost a 35-yard swing. Instead of having it first and 10 from the 30 of Port here on high, it'll be first and 10 from their own 35 yard line. From, they will spot it at the 36 yard line of Port here on Northern. Huskies taking over first drive of the second half. They trail 14 to nothing, 10.09 left to go in the third quarter. Really only one long down the field completion. Bloink had a nice throw back in the second quarter. Near the middle of the field, Bloink will command the huddle. One man in the backfield, Steinhauer behind him. One man split out either side, off the ball, Tight end to the right, blank, takes snap, takes the handoff to Steinhauer, rolling out right, sidearms it, and it's caught at the 40, bouncing off a tackle at the 40, that's Orr, and he rumbles and stumbles down to midfield where he's eventually brought down. First down port here on Northern. And Colin Orr so far has been the best player for Northern on both sides of the ball. Again, he had a touchdown called back in the first half. First and 10, Port here on Northern, tip of the ball, touching the midfield, stripe from the right hash. Bloink working about four yards deep in the gun. Steinhauer directly behind him. Bloink can feel his breath on him, takes a snap, gonna hand it off to the left side of Steinhauer. He is chased down from behind. Number 64 for the big Reds. Matt Champ Delane, he had a number change, originally number 50. It's going to be a loss of one, second and 11, coming up from their own 49-yard line. Bloink takes his time. After losing one on first down, let's see what the Husky offense draws up. Second and 11 from their own 49-yard line. Twins out to the right, one man out to the left on the short side, that's Evan DeLong. Out of the gun, bloink, putting a man in motion. That's Simpson, dropping back, it's going to be screened to the right side, and Moore just dropped it. He had room to run, but he turned his head to see what was downfield before he brought it in. That's the second time a well-timed screen call by Port here on Northern has netted them nothing and it'll bring up third and 11 from their own 49 yard line. Daniel Moore would have been running at least getting the first down, but I think he knew he had a lot of green in front of him and he turned his head just a bit too soon. Northern in trouble of punting the ball right back as they trail 14 nothing in the third quarter, 8.46 to go to start the second half of ball Trips to the right, one man out to the left. Bloink in the backfield, or out of the gun with the man behind him, dropping back, looking to his left. He's gonna sling it downfield once, DeLong, and it's caught! What a catch on the sideline! DeLong, or Bloink dropped it to DeLong in a bucket. That was excellent coverage from Jaden Ashford. You could not have asked for the young man to be all over him, but Dylan Bloink. Just put that in the perfect spot. Best throw of the night from either side. First and 10, Port here on Northern at the 22 yard line of Port here on high. Folks, that was a great throw, a great catch over the shoulder, kept a foot in bounds. First and 10, Port here on Northern, left hash on the 22 of the Big Reds. This is the closest the Huskies have been to the Big Red end zone. Bloink out of the gun, takes it, hands it off to Steinhauer. He's wrestled down before he can get to the 20 yard line. Gain of one, the big man inside. Aaron Smith stands six foot four, 285 pounds. Steinhauer didn't have a chance. It's a gain of one, second and nine coming up for Port here on Northern. Northern trying to cut into this lead. They trail 14-0. Just over four minutes have gone by in the second half of play. The long pass to DeLong has put the Huskies on the doorstep of the red zone. Second and nine from the 21 of Port here on high. Bloink out of the gun, takes a snap, dropping back, looking, got a man in his face, steps up in the pocket, looking, tries to jump over one man and he gets sacked. Maybe back to the line of scrimmage. And put him back at the 22-yard line. So called a sack for one yard. Looked like there was a miscommunication on the offensive line of Northern because someone came off the edge completely untouched. Dylan Bloink never had a chance. Second and ten, or third and ten from the 22-yard line. Malachi Mitchell, this is in his range, but in the second half, 14-3 to really doesn't do you much. If you already know you're going for it on fourth down, you don't have to try to get all 10 here. Third and 10 from the 22-yard line. Bloink out of the gun, trips to the right, one man to the near side. Bloink takes the snap, dropping back, good protection, looking to his left, now looking over the middle. Fires, and it's tipped at the line of scrimmage. Ball straight up, and it just falls harmlessly to the turf. Nobody knew where that ball went, got tipped 30 feet in the air. Bloink was actually the only one, and he hustled after it. And fourth and 10 upcoming and the offense is staying out for the Huskies. Dylan Bloink had all night to throw that ball and I don't know if a hand got up or it hit a helmet but that ball popped legitimately 30 feet in the air and you had about three different big red defenders looking for it as the crowd who saw the opportunity thought an interception was in the works. Fourth and 10 from the Big Red 22 yard line. Biggest get, biggest play of the game up to this point. Trips to the right. One man out to the left, Steinhauer, the back behind Bloink. Dropping back looking, Big Red's rush four. Looking to the right, he throws it to the corner of the end zone. It is intercepted by Cole. Cole with the two. He's going the other way across the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Cuts back at the 40. Split the tackler and finally brought down at the 43 yard line. Cameron Cole forces the first turnover of the game. Returns at 40 yards near midfield. The Big Reds take over at their own 42-yard line. 14-0 they lead. Their offense comes back out. That was a desperation heave, and Bloink didn't get enough under it. Oriole comes out. From the left hash at the 42-yard line, 1st and 10 port here on high on their side of the 50. Oriole takes a snap, hands it off to Moes, cutting up the middle, and he's tripped up, gets about to the 45. Gain of around three, 2nd and 7 from the big red 45-yard line. Gabe Moes will come out of the game. Joe myuri will check in at running back. He had a carry back in the first half. They move the ball up a yard, so it's second and six from the 46-yard line. On the port here on high side of the 50, Oriole, out of the gun, twins to his left, Mayuri, the running back to his right, he'll hand it off, cuts it up near the left tackle, hits one defender but can't go much farther, a flag comes in late. Who else made that tackle? Colin going to be holding against port here on high as the flags come out. I believe Coach Larry Rollins will take the penalty. He will, it'll make it second and long. Ball spotted back at the 32 yard line of Port here on High. They lead it 14-0, 522 left to go in the third quarter. Officially second and we'll call it 17-18 yards. On their own 32 yard line, they will need to get to the Husky 48. Oriole jogs in along with Cameron Cole, checking out Collinge from the left hash. Twins out to the right, one man to the left. That's still Myuri in the backfield. Oriole takes a snap, wants a bubble screen, he has it. Looks to be a double pass, pump fakes going up is number seven, Cade Hansel, and he gets knocked out of bounds past the thirty-yard line. Danny Falco in on the tackle. He's been battling an injury all year. So ball spotted at the 37 yard line. Still gonna be a third and long. The double pass was covered well. They wanted Cade Hansel to go deep. But Northern was disciplined in coverage. Third and 12 coming up from the 37 yard line. Port here on high has to get past midfield. Trips to the left, one man out to the right from their own 37. They need 12 yards for a first down. Oil takes a snap, rolling out to the left, looking, looking, got plenty of time. Fires near the sideline, almost intercepted. Jumping the route was number 21, Isaac Dunn, and he is mad at himself. He had an opportunity. If he holds on and stays on his feet, that might have been a house call. Instead, falls harmlessly to the turf and will force another big red punt. 4.41 Four forty-one left to go in the third quarter. Game has stalemated at fourteen nothing. Port here on high. Now Northern hasn't really come after a punt. The Big Reds have blocked had two blocked the previous two weeks. Northern has seven down linemen. Back to punt Hansel. Hansel. Low snap, it goes between his legs. He's running to the left and he avoids one tackle. No, he's tackled all the way back at the 16 yard line. There's the special teams play to set Northern up on a short field. It was a low snap, Hansel had trouble picking it up and he could not get it off. Northern will start inside the red zone for the first time tonight. They trail 14-0, four and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. They move it back to the 18-yard line. From the left hash, inside the big red red zone for the first time tonight. Dylan Blank's going to work out of the gun. Feels the breath of Steinhauer behind him. Puts a man in motion, that's prone, hands it off on the jet sweep. Back at the 20, he avoids one tackler, cuts it back up to the 15, he slipped off of one, but good backside pursuit prevents a broken play from almost going to the house. They're gonna be a gain of three, second and seven, coming up from the port here on high 15 yard line. On the right hash, Hayden prone, I know he only got 3 yards, but if he gets tackled at first contact, he loses 5. Keeping them not in front of the chains, but definitely not behind them. From the right hash. Second and 7 from the big red 15-yard line. Out of the gun. Bloink moves a man to his right. Snap, fakes the handoff, dumps it off. That there is more. More near the right sideline. He Knocks one tackler off, but gets tackled inside the 10. Near the first down marker, but not quite enough. They place the ball directly on the 10-yard line. They need two yards to get the first down. Third and two from the right hash on the big red 10 yard line. Make no bones about it. It's four down territory for the Huskies. 340 to go in the third quarter. Port here on high leads at 14, nothing. Huskies looking to get on the scoreboard. Under center bloink, a trio of backs behind him. Taking the snap, hands it off to Steinhauer. He runs through the pile and and does a somersault over it, down to the six, that moved the chains, it's a Husky first down, first and goal, Huskies knocking on the doorstep trying to get the first points of the night. Just inside the seven yard line of port here on high. Northern, breaks the huddle from the right hash. Again, Bloink going to go under center. Only seen that a handful of times tonight. Full house look. Steinhauer, the deep man back. Going to hand it off again to Steinhauer. He's got room inside the five and gets near the goal line, but it's going to be a yard or two short. Called a gain of about five. Second and goal coming up from the two-yard line. They're running it right into the heart of the big red defense. Northern, two yards away from getting on the scoreboard. 2.44 to go in the third quarter. Looking to cut into this 14-0 lead. Same look from the Huskies. Full house Look, Steinhauer, the deep man, taking the handoff. Steinhauer, he tries to jump over the pile. He gets tackled into the end zone. Port here on Northern gets their first point points and cuts into the big red lead. 2.30 left to go in the third quarter, and the Huskies have some life. A botched snap on a punt set the Huskies up with a short field. They take advantage of it. Joel Steinhauer punches it in from two yards out to make it 14-6. Malachi Mitchell on to try the extra point. Snap is good, holds down, kick is up, almost blocked. And, oh, he just slid it in the right upright, but it's a point nonetheless. With two and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter, Port here on high 14 Port here on Northern 7. The Crosstown Showdown for the Mac Blue Championship. You're listening to it here on GetStuckOnSports.com or watching on EBW TV. Thank you for joining us tonight. It's been a beautiful night for football, and what a game it's been. That northern defense starting to get into a rhythm. Has forced two punts already here in the third quarter. After the kickoff gonna look for a third.
4: Three,
7: That's $2,623 collected. Wow. 50-50 announced here tonight. The lucky winner's going home with over $1,000. Both stands have been full since about half hour before a kickoff. You look at the end zones, there's, there's about two, three people deep in each end zone. It's a great atmosphere, one of the best rivalries in the state. Runoff and kick from Mitchell. It's gonna be a pooch, and it's going to bounce at the 20, picked up by the up man, and he's tackled at about the 24. Looks exactly like the last kickoff, and that's where the Big Reds will take over. Nate Oriole comes out, trying to get some offense going for the Big Reds. Feels like the life has been sucked out of the east side of the stands. From the left hash, ball on the 25-yard line. First and 10 for Port here on high. Steinhauer out of the gun. Off his right hip is Mose. Puts a man in motion. That's Collins. He's going to hand it off to Mose to the right side. Cuts up by the 25. Gets near the 30. Gonna be a gain of four down just inside at the 29 yard line. Second and six coming up, Port Huron High from their own 29 yard line. Give Danny Falco another tackle there, 14 to seven. Port Huron High gave up their first points last drive to Northern. They're looking to answer back. 150 left to go in the third quarter. Oriole out of the gun. Twins to the left, one man out to the right. Mose again, the man in the backfield to Orioles' right. Puts Collins in motion once again. Fakes the jet, gives it to Mose, and he tries to slip it up the middle, and that hole collapsed quickly. Luke Fletcher just collapsed that hole. That was good vision by Gabe Mose. That hole was there for a second, and it closed up quickly. Gain of three down to the 32-yard line, 32-and-a-half. So third and a long two or a short three from the Big red 32-yard line. Oriole breaks the huddle. The passing game has not gotten going for the Big Reds. From the right hash, Oriole out of the gun. Mose again, the man in the backfield. Again, putting Collins in motion. Takes a snap, gonna hand it off to Mose once again. Breaks one tackle, gets across the 35. First down and slides forward to the 37 gain of four, more than enough to move the chains. First and 10, Port here on high, they're gonna place the ball at the 38 yard line. 14 to seven, Port here on high leads. Big Reds only need to one, one run one more play here in the third quarter. Oriole working out of the gun, tight end to the left, Twins to the left again, Collins in motion, takes a snap again, gonna hand it off to Mose. this time he had no to go, somehow he avoids the TFL and gets a gain of about two. He just ducked a tackler about two yards in the backfield, got down to the 40, gain of two, will bring up second and eight, but we will have that play at the other side of this break after three quarters in the Crosstown Showdown for the Mac Blue Championship. Port here on High 14. Port here on Northern 7. We'll be back in a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
4: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hi, Chip Mortimer here Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: First play of the fourth quarter is going to be a bubble screen out to Ashford. He catches it about the 40 and stumbles near the first down marker and he will be about a half yard short. Gain of seven. Third and one coming up from their own 47 yard line. Critical third down. Northern defense needs to bow up. They trail 14 to seven. Port here on high, trying to put the nail in the coffin. From the right hash on the PH 47 yard line. Orioles gonna go under center, something we haven't seen a lot of tonight. One man in the backfield. Oriole going with the hard count, gonna be a QB sneak and it's a pile. I don't think he got anywhere. Waiting for the official spot, but the Huskies were ready for it. Fourth and short, and decision decision time for Dan Perkins. And let's see what they send out there. Looks like they're sending the punt unit. The same punt unit that set up the last score. A low snap went between the legs of Griffin Hansel which set up the Huskies on the short field. Back to return for Port here on Northern, Evan DeLong. Hansel's heels are on the his own 31 yard line. Fourth and one from the Big Red 47 yard line. Punt team is out there. Northern in a safe look. Good snap. About helmet high, and it's almost blocked. Goes off the side of the foot. That's not a good punt. Bounces at the Husky 38 and goes out of bounds at the Husky 40. And that's where Port Huron Northern will take over. 10.08 to go in the fourth quarter. Port Huron high 14. Port Huron Northern 7. It's game for the MAC Blue Championship for bragging rights in Port Huron. It has been a defensive slugfest and the Northern defense has showed up in the second half. Northern hasn't won pretty at some some times this year, but they've just gotten the job done trying to do it again tonight. Bloink gonna work out of the gun, first and 10 from his own 40 yard line. Trips to the right, Bloink takes a snap, hands it off, no, he pulls it to the left side across the 40, 45, near midfield, and I think he got tackled just short. Option keeper? Big red defense was focused in on Steinhauer. It will be a gain of about eight and a half yards. So second and a long one coming up for the Huskies. Again, thank you for joining me on on GetStuckOnSports.com or if you're watching on EBW TV, it has been a heck of a ball game lived up to the hype. From just inside their own 49-yard line, Huskies need a yard for the first down on second and short. Takes the snap, hands it off to Steinhauer, get met in the backfield, but he has the strength to force his way just over midfield, and that'll move the chains first down, Port on Northern. They'll place it at the Big Red 49 yard line with 9.18 to go in the final frame. Northern now into Big Red territory, down a touchdown, 14 to seven. Ball placed at the middle of the field. Boink takes his time. Commands the huddle. Again, Larry Rollins offense. Slow and steady wins the race. Looked like a misformation. Hustling over to the right side, DeLong. Trips to the right, no one out to the left. Steinhauer in the backfield. Now they're going to motion him out to the right, dropping back. Looking to Steinhauer, coming back. It's tipped, it's caught by McRoby, and he's tackled all the way back at the 45-yard line. Loss of six. Couldn't tell the defensive lineman that tipped it, but it forced McRoby to change his path, and it's going to be a loss of six, second and 16 from their own 45 yard line both teams with three timeouts coming in checking into the game Kane Cole point commands the huddle from the left hash on their own 45 yard line second and 16 eight minutes to go in the game 14-7 14-7 Port here on high leads. blank out of the gun. Steinhauer right behind him. Dropping back, looking to his left. He has plenty of time. Rolls out to the left. Still looking downfield. He's going to take it himself, and he's going to run out of bounds after a gain of about three. Third and 12, depending on the spot. Third and 13. They're going to say he stepped out at the Husky 47. So third and long. Bloink on, the on, well, two drives ago, had a beautiful pass down the sidelines, Evan DeLong, the best pass of the game for either side. Dropped it in a bucket. From their own 47-yard line, third and 13, a critical third down for the Huskies. He's going to have trips to the right, including the tight end, McRobie. One man split out to the left, that's DeLong dropping back. Big Reds try to blitz. They said four. Sidearm sling. Caught at the 38. Did he get his foot in? Officials emphatically says he does. First down port here on Northern. They needed 13. They got 15. And it's a fresh set of downs. And the momentum is all on the west side of Memorial Stadium. The blue and gold fans going crazy. First and ten from the Big Red 37-yard line. That was nothing fancy, just a comeback route. And DeLong had plenty of room to bring that in. It was just a matter of he toe tap. The big red defense, right next to that Northern band and student section. And we're gonna get a timeout port here on Northern. Now that that's a little bit of a risky timeout. Your timeouts can be a lifeline here in the fourth quarter, especially when you're trailing. Let's reset this game for you. 7.43 to go. Port Huron High leads Port Huron Northern 14-7. If you're just joining us or you've been living under a rock, this game is for the MAC Blue Championship. Crosstown Showdown, Northern 6-0, Port Huron High 5-1. Game got started with a kickoff that hit off the front line of Northern. P.H. would start the ball at the 50-yard line. They'd march it down to the 30 where Gabe Mose would break off a big run to get the first score of the game. Later, once the second quarter got underway, Port Huron High tried it, thought they were going to give it to Gabe Mose. Nate Oriol pulled it. Scamford 54 yards for the score. That would be the score at halftime until after a botched punt, Northern started inside the Port Huron High red zone, and Steinhauer bullied his way in from two yards out. And that's where we stand, 7.43 to go in the fourth quarter. 14-7, to 7, Big Reds lead, but Northern has it first and ten from the Big Red 37-yard line. Out of the gun, twins to the near side. Puts a man in motion, that's Payne. blunt going to keep it going up the middle. He's got room to work, and he got a little too fancy there. He had a hole if he just would have put his head down. He could have gotten near the first down marker. Instead, it was a gain of only, we'll call it three. I believe it was Luke Allen on the backside pursuit with that hit. Move it up another yard. So called a gain of four, second and six from the big red 33-yard line. Again, in this game, no Amari Holler for Port here on high. No Gavin Troy. And for Port here on northern, no MJ Green. One man out to the left, that's DeLong. Two men out to the right, that includes Payne and Cole. Take the snap, hands off to Steinhauer. Gets hit near the line of scrimmage, but he drags a few big reds past the initial contact down to about the 31. Gain of two brings up third and four from the big red 31 yard line. No doubt about it, four down territory. 639 to go in the fourth quarter. 14 to 7 port here on high leads port here on Northern, but the huskies are driving. From the left hash. Third and four from the port here on high 34. 31, excuse me. Northern. Out of the gun is Bloink Steinhauer directly behind him. Take the snap, dropping back, looking. Pressure coming off. Hit as he threw, but it's still caught by DeLong at the 25-yard line. He goes out of bounds right after he catches it. It's going to be a six-yard pitch and catch. Enough for the first time. Second time this drive, the Bloink-DeLong connection has moved the sticks on third down. 6.05 to go. Huskies just creeping towards the end zone. Big red defense, looking a little winded, trying to stand tall. From the left hash. First and and 10 from the big red 25 yard line. Bloink, again gonna work out of the gun. Takes a snap, hands off to Steinhauer, trying to work off the left side, cuts up to the 20, and he's tripped up near the 16 yard line. Right in front of the northern student section. That side of the field is getting rowdy, it's a gain of about eight. From the 16 yard line of Port on High, so call it a gain of nine. We are more than halfway done with the fourth quarter. Port Huron Northern looking to tie it. From the left hash, second and one. Bloink out of the gun. paying the man behind him. Excuse me, prone. Prone hands it off the left side. Cuts up to the 10. Inside the 10-yard line. Hayden prone cut it up. And now it'll be first and goal port here on Northern, eight yards away from potentially tying up this crosstown showdown. From the eight yard line, first and goal, bloink under center, heavy formation, Handing it off to Steinhauer, gets met at the line of scrimmage, falls forward for about a yard. Make it second and seven, clock ticking down. 440 left to go in the fourth quarter, 14 to seven. Port here on high leads, Northern knocking on the door. A call to gain a two second and six from the Big Red six. Northern State in the heavy set formation. All they've oh now it's prone in the backfield. Hayden prone out of the backfield. Two fullbacks in front of him. Snap to. Bloink, he's rolling out right, man from behind. He's going to try to cuck it up, and he gets to the 10, but a sack on the backside pursuit. Great play from Nash Phillips. Going to be a loss of three, third and nine, or third and goal from the nine, rather, inside of four minutes left to play. They tried the play action, well covered by the Big red secondary. Nine yards to Pater. Nine yards to a tied Crosstown Showdown, and Larry Rollins is going to burn time out number two. With 3.36 left to go in the game, Huskies have two downs to break the goal line. It'll be third and goal from the nine-yard line on the right hash. The sack by Nash Phillips pushed them back just a bit. With that timeout, this drive is more or less do or die for the Huskies. Again, Mac Blue Championship on the line. Potential home playoff game on the line. This game has lived up to the Billings. left to go in the fourth quarter. Port Aaron High leads it 14-7. Again, thank you so much for joining me tonight on on GetStuckOnSports.com or watching on EBW-TV. I've been Brady Beaton, and I could not have asked for a better Crosstown Showdown, another chapter in this illustrious rivalry. If you're Larry Rollins, you dig deep into your bag of tricks. You run your best two plays. That Port on High defense has been out there for a while. Third and goal from the nine yard line of Port on High in the huddle bloink. And a man's coming on late for Northern. That's Kane Cole out of the gun. Bloink gets the low snap, has to scramble, runs into man, and he's sacked back at the 16 yard line. Huge play by the Big Red defense. Will force a fourth and goal back at the 16 yard line. A horrible time for a bad snap and the Big Red defense takes advantage of it. 3-13 and counting. Northern has to get into the end zone. Barring a penalty. This could be the game. From the 17 yard line of Port here on high. Now it's the big red faithful getting loud. Under three minutes to go. Potentially for the Mac blue championship. Fourth and goal, big red 17 yard line. Bloink's gonna be out of the gun. Trips to the left. Bloink, snap, looking left, clean pocket. Fires to the corner of the end zone. Intercepted, intercepted. Ford here on highs, Jaden Ashford comes up with the interception. They will take over on downs and a first down will seal it for the Big Reds. Back to back sacks, forced the hand of Northern. Bloink had to throw it deep into the end zone and Ashford is there for the second Big Red interception of the night. 2.36 to go in the ball game. Northern only has one timeout. A first down ends it. From the 20 yard line. Port Heron High needs 10 yards for a Mac Blue championship. And the Big Reds are gonna use a timeout. They wanna make sure they have the right personnel. They wanna make sure they have the right play call. So do a little quick math here with one timeout. That means the Big Reds can let the clock run three different times. So a timeout's called on first down, take about two and a half minutes. After the play on first down with the timeout, assuming a run on second down, will bring it back down to about a minute 45. A run on third down would take it down to about a minute. So if Northern can get the stop, the punt would happen with around a minute left to go in the fourth quarter. The way the Big Reds have had problems in punt in, with their punt team, Big Reds need a first down. You do not want to send a long snapper. You don't want a chance for chaos here deep in your own side of the field. First and ten from their own 20-yard line. Oriole looking to put this game on ice. He'll have Gabe Mose to his left. Once the officials step back, 2.36 left to go, ball in the middle of the field. Oriole, out of the gun. Puts a man in motion, gonna hand it off to Mose. Tries to go up the middle, stuffed. The handoff to Mose went backwards. They might say he got back to the line of scrimmage, they do. No gain. 2nd and 10 from their own 20. No game, 2nd and 10, big red. This is something, it doesn't matter how often you prepare for it, first year coach Dan Perkins. How conservative do you go, do you go for the kill? If you try to throw it and it falls incomplete, that's almost another 45 seconds, you get Port here on Northern. The Huskies. Loading up the box. Nine men in the box for Northern. Oriole out of the gun. Mose to his right. Takes a snap. Hands off to Mose. Trying to cut it off the left side. He's tackled after a gain of about a yard. Excuse me. I. Oh, yeah. There's the timeout. So Larry Rollins burns his last timeout. 141 left to go in the fourth quarter. Port here on I-14. Northern 7. Now here's the time. Before third down, what do you go with? No Monday morning quarterback. Got to guess it right now. Do you go for the kill? Passing game really hasn't been there for the big reds. Or do you play conservative, trust your defense? They've only given up seven points, and it's been on a short field. Do you just run the ball and kill the clock? Give the Huskies about a minute left. 141 shows say play takes about five seconds. We'll call it 55 to 50 seconds when they'd have to snap the punt. Ashford split out to the right. To the left is Rosenau. Out of the gun, Oriole. First down ends it. Rosenau in motion, Oriole takes a snap, pitches it to most. he tries to cut back, got a hole to the 25, he'll be short down to the 28 yard line. A gain of eight on fourth and 10 makes it, or third and 10 makes it fourth and two. Big decision time for Dan Perkins. Look, he's keeping the offense on the field for now. If they run a snap, they're going for the jugular. Fourth and three from the 27 yard line. Oriole out of the gun. Gotta be wary of the hard count. Oriole, under a minute to go. Going on the hard count, and they're not gonna snap the ball. Seeing if they could get the free first down, poised play by Northern. The timeout will be called with 53 seconds left to go. Ball is placed at the 28-yard line. Don't hate that decision. Hey, if they want to give you a free first down, hand you the Mac Blue title, go ahead. Instead, right now, you have to imagine an all-out attempt to block this kick. The Big Reds have had one punting miscue so far tonight. They will snap it from their own 28. Assuming you get a clean punt off, Hansel's been hit or miss again. The, excuse me, the normal punter, Gavin Troy, not dressed tonight. From the left hash, 53.4 seconds stand between Port Huron High and a Mac Blue title. Hansel, heels are at the 13 yard line. Two men back to return, DeLong and Kerrigan. Is Northern gonna try to block this or are they setting up a return? Have to get the snap first. Snap is good, it's not a big rush. It is a kick that bounces at the 50 and oh, trying to get it was number 13 Kerrigan and it's picked up at the last second, 43 seconds. I think Kerrigan knew he had to pick it up otherwise the clock was gonna keep ticking. Nice punt, puts it just inside Husky territory. If Northern wants to force overtime or a chance to win it, no timeouts, 43 seconds. They have to go 51, y- 51, 52 yards to get into the end zone. Port here on high, you just need to pin your ears back and go, down Lyman. right now for the big reds. They have number 64, I believe that is Cham- Champlain along with Aaron Smith. Out of the gun, Bloink, drops back, looking. Plenty of time to throw, rolling out left. Clean pocket, fires, caught at the 40, but there's gonna be a flag back at the 40 yard line. Uh, they They weren't acknowledging the flag at first. Northern was trying to hurry up and it's gonna be holding on Northern. An unnecessary hold, Bloink had plenty of time, and a big pass on first down negated. Clock down to 36 and a half seconds. The Big Red Faithful getting loud here at Memorial Stadium. It is now at the 31 yard line. 69 yards. Northern needs to go in half a minute. The other down lineman for Port here on high is Nash Phillips. Out of the gun, bloink, looking. Again, plenty of time, he has to evade it. And he throws it, and it's incomplete. It was trapped, and that was honestly a break for the Big Reds. If Kerrigan catches that, the clock's gonna keep running. Down to 27 seconds. Big Reds lead 14 to seven. Big Reds have to look out for a trick play. Look out for anything Northern can pull out of their bag of tricks. It's burn the boats time for Northern, no going back. 69 yards between them in the end zone for the Big Reds. 27 seconds between them and a second straight Mac Blue title, empty set for Bloink. Out of the gun, quads to the left, one man to the right, dropping back. Rushing six, he's gonna be under pressure. Bloink gets hit! Bloink goes down back at the 20 yard line. 20 seconds, the clock's ticking. Northern's gonna have to get a snap off. Down to 15. Northern's gonna have one play to try to try to get in the end zone. Down to seven seconds, this will be the last play of the game. Bloink, snap, looking, three man rush on the big reds. Still looking. Pressure from behind from Phillips, throws it deep. It is caught by DeLong at the 30, and he's tripped up. And the Big Reds are Mac Blue champions. A heck of an effort on third and forever, but a nice tackle, and the Huskies come up short for the second straight year. The port here on high Big Reds are Mac Blue champions. And for the second straight year, they knock off Northern and retain the Brick Fowler Trophy. What a game. Your final from Memorial Stadium. Port Huron High 14. Port Huron Northern 7. We'll have the Get Stuck on Sports post-game show right after this.
9: Are you ready for some football?
4: Don't you dare fumble that ball. <laughs> keep it glued to get stuck on your kids your schools your sports
12: Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in, we'll take good care of you.
2: Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward acting doors, and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185.
4: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Back here on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Port here on high holds on to retain the Brick Fowler Trophy and to keep the title of Macomb Area Conference Blue Champions. It was not an easy game for either side. Defenses played really well give you some totals. Total yards for Port Huron High, 203 yards. Most of that coming off the of legs of Gabe Mose. 123 rushing yards and a touchdown. He was their leader. They were only they only had 36 yards passing. 18 of those receiving yards went to Jaden Ashford. For Port Huron Northern, their defense stepped up in the second half. They were able to punch one in to cut it from 14 to 7, but they were stopped inside the 10-yard line. A couple Sacks knocked them back, and then a hail mary attempt as time expired was caught at about the big red 35. It looked like DeLong had a chance to break a tackle, but he was tripped up at the big red 30, and the celebration was on at Memorial Stadium. Port here on high 14. Port here on northern seven. Our magna mega player of the game. There's a few options. Nate Oriole, although he didn't pass well, handled the offense pretty well. Although, for the winning side, I thought Gabe Mose played really well. Again, 123 of the uh, 200 yards came off the back of Gabe Mose. And for that, he is our magna, mega player of the game. Again, Port here on high, 14. Port here on Northern 7. We'll be back to wrap it up in a moment here on (laughs) GetStuckOnSports.com.
4: Every grandma knows. Get Stuck on Sports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports.
7: The Port Huron Prowlers return to action in November for their seventh season at McMoran Arena. Port Huron's second-longest tenured franchise looks to prowl back on top of the FPHL. You can be there for all the excitement. Season tickets are just $250 for adults. Kids, students, military, and seniors pay just $225. Order your tickets before August 31st and get the special early bird discount price. Cheer on local heroes like Port Huron's Austin Federley and Marysville's Dalton
13: Young. Port Huron Prowlers Hockey, Year 7. For more information, go to phprowlers.com. two five zero seventy five twenty.
8: Looking for a new career Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 world's best employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start seventeen dollars and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers again magna.com forward slash careers get a fresh start with magna international today
7: your satisfaction is our guarantee.
3: Two more games tomorrow on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Cardinal Mooney will host Allen Park Cabrini on Stream 1 with Dennis, while on Stream 2, Brady will head to Warnwood's Tower to see if the St. Clair Saints can win the Mac Gold title outright with a victory over the Titans. All the action begins at 12.40 p.m. Saturday for a pair of 1 o'clock kickoffs. Right here on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
4: Let's get back to the game with Brady Beaton on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
7: Back here on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Port Huron High takes the Mac Blue Championship for a second straight year. They beat Port Huron Northern in a tight one for the second straight year. Defensive battle. Hail Mary came up just a bit short this year, but congratulations to the Big Reds. Next week, they will be back at Memorial Stadium to take on Roseville. Port here on Northern goes on the road to take on Mac Red Romeo tomorrow. I'll be down at Saint Clair or at Warren Woods Tower, excuse me, as Saint Clair travels to try to win the Mac Gold outright and Dennis will be at East China Stadium as Marine City Cardinal Mooney takes on Allen Park Cabrini. Thank you so much for joining me tonight. I've been Brady Beaton uh, for GetStuckOnSports.com, also simulcast on EBW.TV. Another great chapter in a historic rivalry, but it goes the Big Reds' way. There's a chance you might see this matchup again in the postseason. Would love to have it happen. Again, thank you for joining me. Big Reds win 14-7. MAC Blue champions. They retain the Brick Fowler Trophy. Again, Brady Beaton for GetStuckOnSports.com. Have a wonderful and safe evening. From Port Huron
4: to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck On Sports.